Hey guys, it's Pleasant. I have two super fun, exciting ways for you to go deeper with your practice. Number one, if you go to littleohm.com, L-I-L-O-M-M.com, there is a home practice tab up on the far right. There you will find five practices for you, three inspired by the Ayurvedic elements, one for monthly flows, expansion and contraction and a daily energy <coughs> a daily energy practice just for everyday life. So jump on the website, grab those. It's $27 for the five practices. Um, and we are starting our next session of Thrive Live, our fall session, at the end of September. If you want to join us, click on littleohm.com backslash thrive and come thrive with us. We have office hours, live classes if you're in the D.C. area, sacred circles once a month, uh, coaching with our community leader, Rita Stevens, who you've heard on the podcast, and myself, and we love to spoil our thrivers. So once you're a thriver, you're always a thriver, and you are always invited back (coughs) each season. So come and really put yourself first this fall, your self-care, your soul care, learn about Ayurveda and the Thrive 5 practices for everyday life. You can find everything at the website, littleohm.com, and I can't wait to have you in our community. All right, take care. Okay, hello. Today I'm going to do a special podcast episode that's also a video on our Vimeo page, Little Om Yoga, so that you can see visually and hear, um, have the support of the audible recording to, of the audio recording, (laughs) not audible, it's not a book about it, but an audio recording around this powerful way to break through energy, thoughts. It's like, for me, it's the layering of so many years of study. And now I've come to this point where everything clicks and makes sense in terms of how to move through mental blocks, issues, stories, and problems, and it all comes together. So let's start very simply with how I normally talk about it, which is, Let's say we've hit the wall. Um, so we, the basics is growth mindset and fixed mindset. So let's start there. Growth mindset means that we, are, we have a mindset that we're learning, we're growing, we're expanding, and we're looking for opportunities to do that. Fixed mindset means that we um, have our natural talents and capabilities and that um, that's it, is that when we've reached the end of it, we're, we're not able to go any further. And a lot of people in the book, Mindset by Carol Dweck, there's also a wonderful um, talk from Stanford on YouTube from Carol Dweck talking about this work. So please go look for that so you can really hear from her research. Um, but basically, one of the things she says in the book is people who have a lot of natural ability and natural talent um, 
have a tendency to be more fixed mindset because they didn't really have to work so hard to get uh, the results as someone who has had to work hard. The thing that's kind of complicated or tricky or that we don't really talk about is that we can flow in and out of fixed and growth mindset states in different areas of our life. We can flow in and out of them um, at different stages of our life. So for example, right now our family is dealing with um, some care for my grandmother and none of us have done this before. And so some members of our family might shut down, say, I don't know how to do this and it, it will just figure itself out and sort of shut down. And some members of our family are reading articles and reading books and trying to talk to other people and figure out, um, okay, this is a new thing for us to learn about. How can we expand and learn about it? And so growth and fixed mindset, um, Another way I see a lot with my son is that he really likes to figure things out himself. He doesn't like other people telling him what to do. So he's not a good candidate usually for lessons and things like that. And so he, if he doesn't know how to do it naturally, he kind of hits the wall um, and shuts down and has a tantrum. My daughter and I, um, it takes, we're not, not naturally good at a lot of things. It takes us time, although she is extremely creative and she has a much better talent in the arts than I do. She's also a wonderful singer. So I'll speak for myself in this category is that I don't have a lot of natural talents. I've really had to develop and grow. But from a mindset perspective, my daughter is very much like me where she doesn't shut down or have a tantrum or get angry. She she might have to pause and think about something in order to integrate it and in order to learn more about it over time, okay? So it's, um, you know, like everything, it's not black or white, it's not right or wrong. I just want you to get a basic understanding. So let's take that basic understanding and grow it, okay? So now let's evolve. Now let's talk about the brain. Let's talk about the science of the brain. Let's talk about the neural pathways. Let's talk about the uh, sticking and the imprinting that happens with the cells when we do the same things and think the same thoughts over and over and over, those pathways tighten, they get stronger, and it becomes more difficult for us to change, more difficult for us to problem solve, more difficult for our brains to, to see new ways to make decisions and to show up in our work and in our relationships. So this is one of the things that yogis have known and taught forever, right? And Ayurvedic practitioners, crossing the midline, movement every day, all of these things help those neural pathways not get so tight, helps with regeneration. So in a lot of the yoga classes I teach, you'll hear me say, hear me say this is part of our regenerating practice rather than degenerating. Because as living beings, we're always doing that. We're regenerating, expanding, learning, growing, evolving, or it's kind of shutting down and getting tighter. That's why I like tight shoulders, tight backs from sitting. Um, and then do you guys know anybody who as they've gotten older continues to be um, more closed-minded, more um, uh, sort of aggressive or angry or shut down to other ideas? Their way is the way, right? So that's really minded versus open-minded, think about it at the cellular level, think about it as regenerating, think about it as expanding the pathways. So 
Let's give an example here. I do this often visually. So that's why I wanted to have a video of this too. I have this paper. Um, so if it's hard for you to picture what we're doing, you can jump on the Vimeo page and look at the video of me mapping this out. But let's say um, I want to, what's something that people want a lot? I want to um, have a new job or find a new job, okay? So what we do to help kind of layer growth mindset, fixed mindset, neural pathways, using our brains, using the science, is that we can put the thing that we want or we're, we're dreaming, we're desiring into the middle. So we can say new job, okay? So I put that right in a circle in the middle, new job. And then what I'm gonna do, just to get my brain to start to think of some new opportunities and new ideas is just radiate out some rays from the center um, again, if you know you're going to have a lot of options, you can do this on a big chart paper. I just have it on eight and a half by 11. So you can put new job in the center and then radiate out. So let's just put a ton of new ideas and actions to take. It doesn't mean we have to do them. It, we're just starting to get that regenerating, that problem solving, that action switch turned on. Also, one of the things that's so cool about the science of making decisions is that sometimes putting out something like, okay, say you want a new job, one of the, one of the options can actually be stay in your current job. So I'm going to put that on my um, stay in current job. Um, put that on one of my rays and your body could have a visceral response to that your stomach your your if you get a headache and then you know you know what i that is something i want to move away from that is something i know that i don't want this is not a healthy place for me i'm not making enough money i don't like the benefits blah 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 whatever you're 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 talking about whatever you're thinking about when you write down examples on your radiating brain visual problem solving you can also listen to your body and see more of what you want to be doing or you don't want to be doing so let's say new job let's just Think of a bunch of things that we could do. Stay in our new job. We could move. We could move cities. We could move neighborhoods. These, this, might, um, this might open up some ideas from places that we could move. We need to have conversations. So I'm putting conversations down. Conversations with friends um, and colleagues, right? We want to start engaging with others, asking them about where they're working. Mm. We could also be asking them about, hey, um, you know, we've been friends for 20 years. What do you think I should do? We do an exercise in Thrive uh, and Thrive Squared called Strengths and Blind Spots. And this is where we really look at ourselves and our lives and say, okay, what am I missing? And what are my strengths and how can I really use those in the world? So having those conversations. Oh, spending some time on LinkedIn. So we wanna grab our planners, grab our calendars and put a 30 minute block on our calendar every week of spending time on LinkedIn. If you feel it's more of an emergency to get the new job, let's make that a longer time block or more frequent, okay? So take that LinkedIn 
and make it two hours twice a week if you're serious and you're like, I need to, okay? So here, we're just really mapping out all of the ideas, crazy ideas. Oh, new job, start my own business. Again, these are not things we have to do. We're trying to generate ideas so we can feel in the body, ooh, that's tingly, that sounds interesting, or ugh, that sounds horrible and overwhelming. So this is one way that you would map out your ideas. Okay, now, next up is I grab a second piece of paper and I do senses. So this is how we work on elevated emotion. So why do I want a new job? So the, here's where we might dig in to how we want to feel. So in, for my senses, I want to feel connected and um, I want to feel empowered with the work I do. I want to feel heard and seen. I want to feel of service. Okay, I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel productive. I'm just writing these down as my, on my senses. And as saying them out loud, writing them pen to paper, all the brain science, all the research about journaling and pen to paper and writing is do it pen to paper. It's so good for imprinting onto our brains, onto our goals, onto our desires, onto our dreams. So. I'm doing these just on papers, but I definitely would have, if you were go, if you want to have a new job, create a journal that's called my new job search and put all of this creative visual mapping, expanding, opening ideas, because once you start doing it, you know, on this, um, on the one where we did the raise, once you do conversations, then your brain, it loves to solve problems. It loves to answer questions once it's in that mode. So uh, once you do this with your conversations, all of a sudden, five, six, seven, eight names of people you wanna have a conversation with might pop into your head. And it's great to keep those in your journal also so you can, again, document watch this process unfold so you can learn how to trust yourself, trust your energy, and trust the ability to attract the work and the feelings and the sensations that you want in your life. So that's why we're moving through ideas, we're moving through the, the actual senses, our sensations, these are our elevated emotions. And um, I'll give you an example from my real life as earlier this year, um, my business coach uh, in January said, oh, I want you to do some more networking. And networking to me was like, ah, I wanted to, that sounds terrible. Not at all what I wanted to do. So she said, go get this book, Power Networking. And I want you to think about networking in terms of connecting with your friends and hearing about their work, hearing about what they're doing. Oh, well, in that case, that sounds fascinating. I would love to call my friend blank and ask her how her business is, how her school is, how I know amazing women online and in person. And it switching my mindset to one, my notebook from that, my business notebook from that task is full of circles and gratitude circles of amazing women who've introduced me to other amazing women and the senses. I feel so connected when I'm having those conversations, listening to other women, listening to 
the work that they do, asking how I can help them. And then in exchange, telling them about this coaching work that I'm doing, this leadership work that I'm doing and saying, Hey, if you see any conferences or speaking gigs or retreats or partnerships, I'd love to do that. That changed everything with my energy about networking. Now I just see it as relationship and that's something that I really value and treasure. And so that having that all documented in the book, in my journal reminds me that this process is really fun and interesting. And of course I use my Sharpies and my fun journals um, to make it more feminine. And I use doodling and I'll, you know, when I'm writing out or drawing out the visual maps, I'll do lists of this is how I want this to feel or this to feel. So the next time that you sort of hit a wall on this, this is what I want you to think about when you come to a decision or you notice you're feeling really negative about something or you feel blocked or trapped, let's open it up. I always think about it as kind of, I see it as something tight, our brains, our bodies, our mindsets. And I just say, let's just take it and kind of loosen it up, shake it up. And that comes through this visual process. Um, okay. Now layering on you guys. So that's, that is what I have taught and how I have taught it for a long time. Okay. So probably for the past two years, I, I've been doing this myself for many years. You can see behind there's tons of journals and all my visuals that are in these boxes um, that are basically all these kind of things. I also have big chart paper with whenever I'm coming, Oh, what do I want this year to look like and feel like, and what opportunities and what do I want to draw? This is law of attraction and deliberate creation in motion in real life. It's not some cross my fingers and hope that I get a Porsche. I actually, that's not of high value to me, so that wouldn't work. But um, this is what it really looks like. Attracting, radiating, putting out, oh, here's what I want. Here are some ideas. That's a no, oh, that's a yes. So fast forward to over the past few years, I've been reading and studying a lot of Joe Dispenza. You've heard it. You've heard me talk about it over and over. I've yet to go to one of the workshops. I can't wait. Eventually I will. Um, but I haven't done it yet and hasn't felt right yet. So now I read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I took about three to six months to read it because I really studied it line after line. Basically what Dr. Joe Dispenza does is integrate um, the Heart Math Institute, which is heart brain coherence, the fundamentals and foundations of law of attraction, although he almost never uses that language. He is a scientist, a researcher, a doctor, and a meditator, uh, and a healer. Okay, so he's putting together all of these layers. And for me, it's like unlocking all this stuff I've been learning. Now I have a coherent place to study and learn it with these beautiful words and diagrams and research to back up um, a lot of the stuff that I've been teaching. So his latest book, which I think actually came out in 2017, yeah, 2017, um, is called Becoming Supernatural, How Common People Are Doing the Uncommon. And um, if you want to hear more about him, he was on the School of Greatness podcast with Lewis Howes. It is a beautiful podcast about healing your body, healing your mind. It's a really articulate way. Um, I love how he put together all the stuff he's been teaching. It's just a really accessible way. You know, I've been spending months uh, with my notebooks and the, and the highlighters. And if that does not feel interesting or good to you, go listen to the one hour Lewis Howes podcast and you can get a lot out of that. Okay. But 
basically what happened was a few months ago, I was reading through the chapter around uh, tuning into the new potentials in the quantum field and listen to this, you guys, ready? On page 70 of Becoming Supernatural, he, the title of the subchapter is Changing Your Energy, Combining a Clear Intention with Elevated Emotions. Your clear intention is exactly what it sounds like. You have to get clear on what it is you want to create, getting as specific as possible and describe it in detail. Let's say you want to go on a great vacation. Where is it you want to go? How do you want to get there? Who do you want to go with? Who do you want to meet with you when you're there? What sort of accommodations? What do you want to see or do or feel, eat or smell or drink? What kind of clothes will you be wearing? Um, so he goes through this thing and he says, you get the point, make it detailed, make it as real as you can, because you're going to assign possibilities to these conditions and you're going to send your electrical charges out into the unified field. So literally he, it goes on here. You have to combine the intention with the elevated emotions, such as love, gratitude, inspiration, joy, excitement, awe, wonder, and tap into the feeling, um, that you anticipate you will have when you manifest your intent and then feel the emotion ahead of the experience. So this is the big piece, is that's why we do the senses and the feelings piece, because if I'm writing out, I feel accomplished, I feel a sense of service, I'm saying it, I wanna feel that so that I can bring that into my life. You want to already move into that feeling state. A lot of this um, integration is about meditating on your future, meditating on the person you wanna be. That's how we break the habit of being ourselves. If it's not working for us, if it's working for you, then please turn off this podcast or video and go and enjoy your life. If you feel awesome and energized and whole and healthy, please don't listen anymore. Go enjoy your life. Um, but if you don't, or there's something about this that you're curious about, I want you to play with it. The layers of visualizing and integrating the senses and finding a connection for yourself in the present moment. This is a big teaching with it is that when you go to do this work, I want you to feel whole and happy and connected. And that's actually why we start doing some of the problem solving first, the radiating circles. Cause sometimes when we're um, in the middle and we say, I want a new job, but I don't know how we get stuck and we shut down. We don't feel that higher vibration. We don't feel those elevated emotions. So I like to stage it and step it out where we kind of bring some excitement and some juju into our mind, into our body. So we're feeling good. Once we do that and we start identifying the areas, then it's much easier to already feel that way, to already have those feelings so that you're not in a state of lack. You're not in a state of want. You are in a state of appreciation and gratitude already. That's what brings more of what you want. That's what co-creation and deliberate action is. So um, he goes on here. I think this is the most powerful few pages in this book because he goes on to talk about how to create change, what the energy is that you need to change it, how you can change it, what type of energy meditation you can do that's really simple to do that. And um, he gives an example that I truly love of his son going through a process of want of running out of money and wanting to attract some work for himself, uh, wanting to attract a new job and um, going into the feeling state. So because energy 
Emotions are energy in motion. It's all contagious. So if we go around our life in a state of lack and want, other people can feel that and we tend to repel um, and reject uh, the thing that we want. But when we already feel in a state of abundance and appreciation, then other people feel that and they gift us with their own abundance and appreciation and generosity. And I could give you, I have many, many journals and um, evidence books that I collect where I've seen this over and over. When I am in the state of abundance and appreciation, things come to me, uh, financial, emotional, friendships, uh, layers and layers, little messages. I can't tell you over and over the rewards that I get, but I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because it's authentic and it feels um, natural. So what he says in the story is a story of his son wanting a job where he had his intentions and thoughts. It's on page 78, but you can see it's this beautiful chart here. Um, intentions are the thoughts. Number one, the son wanted to work from anywhere in the world, make the same amount of money or more, um, have a contract for six months to a year, loved what he was doing, be his own boss and lead his team. And the elevated emotions that he wanted to feel or that he, and he was already feeling his, he was attracting the new job was empowered, in love with life, free and grateful. And he went, he wrote this out he got very clear about what he wanted. And then from there, he took action in his daily life. And he spoke about this. And he put this out there. So when he met someone uh, who was in the field that he was interested in being in, this is what he brought to the table. And the person said, you're amazing. I'd love to hire you. And he was able to fulfill this position that he wanted. Sorry about the dog. Um, because he went through the process of being clear and intentional, um, but also having those emotions. So if you have the book, Becoming Supernatural, it's on page 78. Um, the rest of the chapter, again, kind of goes in deeper, but the part that I love is that I've already been doing these circles, right? Once I learned the brain science, once I learned cross body, it's really important for us to continue to problem solve by moving our body, by moving our thoughts, by generating new ideas. I was able to teach people how to do this and, and how to do this every time you come to a block or an issue. It could be a story in your head. It could be something physical. It could be something very tangible. Um, oh, there's so many ways you can use this. And then reading the Joe Dispenza, which basically had such a beautiful outline of exactly what I do. It was one of those synchronicity moments where I just thought, I am on the right path learning this. Let's teach it. Let's share it. Let's teach our kids how to do this. It feels so good to engage with life this way. So I have some homework for you. Ready? Number one, pick something, do some visual mapping and email it to me. I want to see your work in action. That's how I'm going to hold you accountable. I don't want you just listening to this and deleting it and never doing it. I want you to use these tools. It's very, very important. So number one, 
Pick something that you feel stuck, a mental block, a story, and email it to me, something visual, let's do some work on it. Number two, um, if this feels really interesting and you have the chills, get the book Becoming Supernatural. Number three, I am thinking of starting a intensive group where we dive into this work for people who are very serious about learning how to integrate all these pieces, the mindset with the law of attraction, with the energies, um, the energy realms in our body, the chakras and the energy centers and opening them. Um, I want to take a, a really intense group of five people through the rest of this year, uh, 2018. If you're hearing this before or after that group has started, you can go ahead and email me and I'll put you on a list. But I'm really, really, um, feeling passionate about offering this to people, especially women who feel a desire to learn more about this and do the work it takes to do this practice regularly and change their lives. So that's your homework. I can't wait to hear from you about how it goes. May you be happy, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you live with ease.